I'm hella ready to talk about God life. God damn it. <laughs> Are you ready to talk about how strange it is? Got my pitch for Isn't Life Strange, which is my sitcom series featuring all these characters. Mr. Jefferson still kidnaps and tortures people, but now there's a laugh track, so it's fine. <laughs> Great. All right. I would watch the shit out of that, actually. <laughs> like, uh, live action or animated? Live, action. live studio yeah, audience. Okay. Live studio audience. <laughs> <laughs> I think I like laugh track more. I don't think either of them took out the lion, so they both died. <laughs> um. John, you good to start? Yeah, I, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'll, I'll turn this off. All right. <clears throat> All right. So. For the past almost full year, since like the end of January of this year, Life is Strange has kind of been the thing we've been playing every couple months, and it's finally wrapped up. Episode 5 came out this week, and we've all played it. I think we all have some opinions on the episode and the whole series, I guess. So um, maybe we just start with this episode, and then we can like work back or something. It's the most Sounds recent good. thing, so... Okay. Um, I, I guess real quick though, if you're listening to this and you and you don't want the game spoiled, stop listening to this. You yeah. made a mistake. Yeah, you made a huge mistake. <laughs> <laughs> but you can fix it. You can turn this off, go play the game. It'll only take you about 12 hours and then come back. I I don't recommend doing it all in one sitting. It makes you kind of jaded. <laughs> it was that was a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I guess going around uh, does everyone here like the game yes yes yeah I'm, i really like the game i think the game is pretty good i liked it more before episode five but yeah oh okay ending on that cliffhanger. <laughs> okay i i liked the ending what about you guys i liked it i liked the ending i got the other one was bad <laughs> okay <laughs> I wanted something a little harder, maybe. I kind of would have liked an ending that was basically like save Chloe or catch Mr. Jefferson, but you can't do like either. So it's kind of like, do you want revenge or do you want to like help your friend? Mm -hmm. Like a bunch of my problems with episode five are just like game design stuff. Mm -hmm. And then how the ending, whatever, whichever ending you pick, how it's contextualized and presented to the player. Like, I think there are other endings they could have done that were more interesting to me. But if they wanted to do the endings that they did, I feel like they should have, like, right. gave them, like, contextualized them better. Right. Maybe, like, we should just say the endings are, like, you, do you save everybody or do you save one person, basically? Mm -hmm. It's Wrath of Khan versus A Search for Spock. Sure. If you want to look at it that way. <laughs> so, um... I mean, for me, this whole series was predicated on Chloe was never supposed to live, and when you saved her in the bathroom, that's when all the shit started happening, and you're just kind of trying to fix, uh, fix every time that she's supposed to die. It's kind of like a Final Destination thing, where the kids get off the plane and then death stalks them, only this time one of the kids has the power to, like, stop death every time and fuck everything up in the process. So, um... For me, it was always just not a choice. Chloe had to die. I didn't even hesitate. Like, she, mm -hmm. I went back in time, killed her, or, like, let her die, and then had <clears throat> had that ending as my main, like, my playthrough canon ending, and I was totally okay with it. The only thing I'm not okay with is the same problem that you do whenever you get whenever you do time travel stuff, and it's that every single option that you've made throughout the whole journey becomes nullified at that moment because that was the first thing <laughs> right so it's like the ending yeah. is basically like the game never happened and right. um i mean i knew it was going to be coming because it was obvious that that would at least be one of the choices if not the choice so i wasn't disappointed that that happened but more so that to me there wasn't even a choice 
Like, it was just always like, Chloe has to die. And it's kind of shitty that, like, they put me in a position where instead of the game just saying, like, this is what's happening, they make give me a convoluted, like, sense of I'm doing this. When, like, for me, that was always kind of the basis of everything. But I don't know. Because, like, I don't know. Why would you kill a whole city for one person? But then, as you were telling me in uh, text messages or whatever, uh, Hank, it's... Like, I was playing it very much from my point of view as Max, and not somebody playing as a character. Mm -hmm. Which was the problem, where it's like, there was a disconnect between what I thought was true, and like, what Max held dear, because I never really cared about Chloe too much. Yeah, she... I, I, yeah, I play the game specifically as like a player playing through Max's story. So whenever Max like said she cared about something to me, that was like what the story was about because that was she's the main character. So she, it's her story. It's not right. Whereas I put like Max as the avatar for what I would do, and that's not the way you should play this type of game. Wait, sir, are you saying that Max doesn't care about anyone besides Chloe? As I would disagree with that. No, she, I'm no. That's not what I'm saying. But she makes a big point of saving Chloe. She says Chloe. Was that's the thing. They, throughout the game, they consistently push like, like everything is about to save Chloe, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. like always saving her, right? So that's why I kind of saved her at the end because it was. If I didn't, then the whole game would have meant nothing. Mm -hmm. right? Oh, so so you let Arcadia Bay go? Yeah. Interesting, okay. Yeah, I did Because the game revolved around saving Chloe, right? So that was the big point there. It was like, well, well, I didn't want everything to be sort of like a waste, right? All the time that I sunk into this. It it kind of meant something to me already. Mm. And then the, sec the second reason why I saved her is because I didn't want to go back in time again. Because <laughs> in episode five, they were really pushing. Like, if you keep going back in time, you're going to fuck something up again. And, and like... They kept they kept like intensifying the effects on Max's body with no real explanation. I was like, I'm I'm just not going to go back in time anymore. Let's just you know let's dish this down. Sure. I I feel like the developers though uh, definitely preferred the Chloe dying yes. ending because uh, that that ending is like like it's like watching it like they put time and stuff into it. The other one's like really short. <laughs> Yeah, the other one is actually mm. just them getting yeah. in a car and driving away. The yeah, yeah, yeah. one where it's like Chloe else, dies yeah. is like a twenty-minute cutscene. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a lot longer. I I didn't like that cutscene though because the funerals like they're playing this really upbeat music for a funeral, and then uh, I don't know, she's like smiling at the end. I don't really understand that. Um, <laughs> I just, think she finally understood really that awkward. life is strange. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think uh, the other. The best part Just is that Larry the... David is the person performing the <laughs> last totally Larry David. It's so good. Yeah. The other thing I'll say about, like, for me, why the Max wanting to save Chloe thing stood out so much is because from watching any, like, anime that's targeted at girls. Oh, here like we go. The Shoujo thing. Those stories are always about the main character wanting to save their friends. Like, that's, like, for girls' fiction, like, yeah. that's, like, the stereotypical thing. You just straight up retroactively ruined this game for me. Nice. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Ruining things for Ben. I get Ben. You saved Chloe, I'm sure, because you are obsessed with Chloe. So, um, the, the big thing I got out of this game was that now I know definitively that I would in fact kill an entire town for a chick with blue hair. <laughs> <laughs> like, now I know. I God wasn't sure before. Ben. Now I know. The so. The big actual reason I picked the Saving Chloe ending was, for me, I thought the contextualization for, like, Sacrifice of Chloe or Sacrifice Arcadia didn't jive for me with, like, I thought they pushed the alternate reality stuff too far uh. to, like, where when you're not, and when the Max that you are isn't around, there's, like, another Max. So in, like my head it's like these universes exist anyway you're you can't save anyone through time travel it doesn't work you're just like going to another max somewhere else so for me the ending was like which universe does max is max gonna end up in 
because whatever it, they they went for alternate reality stuff got pushed too hard even though they wanted doesn't seem like they wanted to go that direction but for me there was enough of that in there that it didn't feel the same for me it's like, kind of the, the way- easier way to write it though right and then, like they've even stated that they were running out of time and money by like <laughs> when they were wrapping up the last episode and then this episode so no i and think for sure they, they like started just they kind of like they we hammer have home this. yeah they hammer home the max's time travel caused this typhoon thing like i didn't like that either i like that more as like a weird metaphor I didn't like it as yeah. an actual physical typhoon. It's also it explained like well. Well, they're they're like saying that it's clearly the cause. They're like confusing causation and correlation, which like and yeah. like seeing Warren do it, it was supposed to be a science guy. Just really annoying to me, like the bad logic they're using uh, of like how hard hurt. the game is hitting that point to push the player in a Warren particular direction. Romantically, no, Warren sucks. Yeah, Warren sucks. Yeah. I don't like. I gave. I gave Warren a hug. Yeah, I gave Warren a hug. Yeah, of yeah, course. I gave him a hug because I, I knew I was leaving that timeline and I knew he was going to die. <laughs> God damn. I, I didn't give him shit. <laughs> that that whole, I, I, I mean, those whole anything. smacks Chloe all the way. <laughs> if you're traveling through time, that whole scene in the diner is so weird because you know you're just going to ditch that timeline immediately. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't specifically have anything against Warren. I just. I guess my version of Max uh, was just like really independent. Yeah. Um. So she wasn't looking for any kind of romantic uh, interest. And then, so it even kind of put me off a little bit when you choose to save Chloe, and they like kiss, and it's like, well, I mean. I was kind of just like, you know, best friends with Chloe, but I guess this Max is actually like really interested in in Chloe, and I, I never really picked up on that. That, um, yeah, I that was wish awkward just, to me, though. That was I kind of wish had it just like there had been like no rant, romance whatsoever because it almost seemed like, oh, well, there has to be some, so we, you know, we'll put it at the end. I agree. Well, and it's awkward kinda, because you know, it's impossible to do kissing in video games that isn't awkward at the moment. Like, wait, no, I'm, I'm curious, curious, Nash faces which, again. No, I'm it's even more that, awkward when you kiss your lifelong friend after, <laughs> after you know that you're going to let her die. That is an awkward mm. situation. I'm Wait, curious she, that if you choose to kiss Warren, can you will will Max? Not <laughs> hang on, hang on. Ben's Ben's real interested. What Ben? No, what fucking, do you want? No, because I know there was a point when you're in her room. Is there a point after that? Yeah, that when when you choose to go back in time to like let Chloe die, you like basically just grab her and just go for on for like a five minute long kiss. I mean, how the hell did I miss that? I watched that cutscene. <laughs> I'm honestly like I don't, re- I, I don't recall that. I, whatever. It's fine. It I was. I mean, it's, it's not. It's not like a five-minute-long kiss, but it's it's more than just I, like the jokey one from the bedroom. Oh no! It is I like a think, full-on uh, grab and like make-out kiss. Well, see, no, I think it's the not. Was pushing them romantically just from uh, the bit where Max is like. Out, out of her body, in her psyche, whatever, that that kind of creepy section that was actually really awesome and I really enjoyed. And Chloe's, like, getting with everybody. Like, yeah, that right. was kind of Max. That oh. was, like, Max's subconscious saying she didn't want to see Chloe with anyone else, right? I, You yeah. know, I could totally that agree with you there. That, yeah. that definitely points towards that. That's I didn't true. even think about that. That's actually really good. <laughs> My my one question, I'm curious if you choose to kiss Warren, will Max not kiss Chloe if you make that decision later? Because it's you kind of saying she's straight or she's, you know, interested in Warren instead. Hmm. That's a good, um, yeah, good question. I'm wondering it depends. I noticed that- in the, in that, that sequence where Chloe's hooking up with everyone in the, in the dream, <laughs> that if you've kissed both of them, they, they, they mentioned that. And if you've only yeah. kissed like Chloe and didn't kiss Warren, I, in my playthrough, that was there was dialogue there. Yeah, there's a little bit of different dialogue there for sure. Going back to the the doppelganger part real quick, um, mm-hmm. 
I actually really liked seeing that uh, because I'm a big Twin Peaks fan. Sure. And this game obviously draws a lot from Twin Peaks. Like, I'm pretty sure Chloe's truck's license plate is straight up Twin Peaks. Yes, um, it is. That's right. And then whole Pacific Northwest thing. Uh, there, you know, lots of stuff in the diner, and then backwards talking in that one scene. That's so good. And yeah. then yeah, then there's a doppelganger of Max that you confront. And as a big Twin Peaks fan, like all this stuff happened in that show. So I just really loved that aspect of seeing all that going on. Absolutely. I should watch that series. You should watch that. It's real good. That's yeah, um, I think now. Yeah. Uh, Kate warning herself. That got to be. That was that was intense. Kate, what warning herself? Warning. Oh, warning herself. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That whole that whole sequence was so good. I don't know what you're talking about. It was true. She's like outside of her dorm room, like crying. And then when you talk to her, she's like, "Why did you let me jump? Or why didn't you let me jump?" Oh, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't pick up that that was her room. Yeah. Okay. And it's a picture of her. She's she's bent over like a little. And like, like I, I, I missed that completely. Yeah, that's right. Forcing you to say like good things to Jefferson. Yeah, that was great. That was so like good. it's just so the whole thing is just unsettling, and it's like done so well. I thought the stealth section was not. I hated that. Yeah, that was... I like the visuals of it. Sure, I found it was like really easy, so I just didn't really yeah. care. Yeah, it, it was just seems like a time who waster. Got, who got all the bottles? I did. I thought you had to have to get all the bottles. I, no, you, I don't. You don't. Don't have to. Oh, I got, I, I got, I got all as, except for one. I just got an achievement. Down. I grabbed three of them, and then Max was like, "Oh man, there's still more." And I was like, "Oh, well, I guess I'll go get the other ones." <laughs> you got gamed. Look, they just had to reuse all the mechanics they had developed throughout the course of the game. Yeah, right. Did you guys find a little? Did you guys sit in a little chair and get the Max dialogue thing? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Sits there and it's pretty cool. Okay. Because I saw I love, someone I love about it. They said they were in the game where you can just sit down and just it just kind yeah. of watches. That that's one of probably my favorite things about uh about this game is just kind of how like cinematic everything was like it'll just like stop and let you like uh, take everything in and, you know just, and just kind of enjoy the area which is cool because not a lot of not a lot of other games ha ha let you even do that you're just kind of going going yeah but you so can constantly just stop and sit all the time or just let her play the guitar for a bit because why not it doesn't sure. get you anything but it, they, yeah there's there's a lot of cool like quiet moments in this game that is rare mm-hmm I really like the soundtrack. There's some fucked like up the things they say in that stealth part too. Like Jefferson yeah. talking about how Rachel gave great head, especially when he dug her body up. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, most of that most of that just felt like pointlessly fucked up and mean. Like it didn't yeah. it wasn't me it wasn't like fucked up in a way that hit home. Like cuz I mean, once they did the the Max facing herself, like all I could think of was Persona Four, sure. and like in those, like you're their opposite selves are saying things like that they actually believe that are fucked up. It like it works better. Like here, it just felt everything felt sort of like forcedly just mean, and not in a way that like really would be twisting the knife in you. I kind of interpreted it that almost part. got there. Because it was only men that play. you were hiding from, and I kind of was thinking of it's like they were trying to say like you know like the men are evil almost, <laughs> and it was like a gender thing going on. That's how I was picking up on it. I didn't even catch that mainly because Warren was there, and I don't consider him a man. <laughs> <laughs> um, did anybody talk to that homeless person? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I didn't. Yeah. yeah so she was dead. That. Yeah. <laughs> She's I was dead. like, who's this yeah, person? Yeah, what? Which homeless also person? Peter also did save Alyssa, so you know. I can figure out the puzzle, so I gave up, and she. You look down to your left. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm leaving that universe, anyways. It doesn't matter. Speaking yeah. of saving people, how do you save the dude that gets electrocuted? I couldn't figure it out. You go into uh, you the go room to where... and then warn him. How do you get you, into the room? You go in. You kill him, and then you go in, and then you rewind time so he's alive again. But you're in there, so you can talk to him. Okay, I didn't figure out that puzzle, so I was just like, sorry, dude, I looked around the store, but I couldn't pick up anything. Yeah, I was looking for an item. That part's real, 
brutal too because of the like twitching that he does when you yeah. shock him. It's yeah. fucked up. And you have to kill him to get through. Yeah. Only once he gets better. He gets better. He or you like... go to the other universe where he is better. Yeah. He walks it off. Yeah. And then he's one of the people in the diner that is just standing there looking at you with voices in your head. I mean, there are also people there that I have no idea who they are. Yeah, and they're talking to you. It's like, gee, Max, what did you do now? It's like, who the fuck are you? I, <laughs> like, I just played all of these or episodes in a row, and I don't remember you at all. It's pretty great. There's some I good think stuff. I just random there. citizens, like, because, you know, the whole town is kind of... Yeah, going under. like somebody she saw on the bus once, maybe, or something. I'd have time to do it again, though. Yeah. I also loved uh, every episode, the title cards. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is probably a pr pretty small thing, but I was talking to Paul about this yesterday. Um, you know, the like, I love the presentation of this game, and the, and the title cards were always top-notch, and then the last episode's title card, when it comes on, and you just see her feet strapped to the chair, and you're just like, oh man, shit is about to go down. Yeah. That was pretty good. Yeah. No, they had some really good title cards. I, I still really like the first episode's title card, where you just, like, are standing in the hallway, and you put your headphones in. That's just really mm. good. Yeah, in the first episode, and then all yeah. you can hear is that that song. And I liked in the fifth episode when that part happens again, and the song's playing backwards. Yeah. Did you <laughs> check the credits and see that that song is uh, credited backwards as well? I didn't. No, I skipped the credits. That's a, that's a <laughs> cute little Easter egg. So it's like the exact cool. same credits for the song, just typed backwards. That is cool. That is cool. I'm curious. I really um, to do a soundtrack. I mean, they released it on Spotify after the first episode. Came yeah, out. yeah. They have a they have a Spotify and YouTube thing, but like that's the uh, that's only the licensed songs. They don't do they don't have like the random just sort of indie acoustic stuff that they put in the game. Okay. No, there is a soundtrack for the game, which is just the oh, ambient music, because I've like the uh -huh. last time we did some okay, spoiler that's... talking, and that was what I underlaid under our voices. Is it, is it, a, did they release that officially? I don't know if it's official or not, but there are YouTube playlists of those. I think, I think the official one is just the licensed music. Probably. non-official ones are the, the good stuff. <laughs> what do you guys think of the music, since we're on this topic now? I, I loved it. Yeah, yeah, I loved the soundtrack. I really like I that end song. I liked the end song yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, I remember one of you guys mentioning that you it, you didn't like it during the funeral scene, but I was I was digging it. I don't think it fit the scene. That's because you don't watch enough though. CW teen drama. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Honestly, I think the soundtrack helped. It, it made it more immersive for me, but it also like separated stuff. Like, it separated the game from other things. Like, it just sort of pulled me into its own little world. Because it just... I don't know. It felt really warm. And, like... Mm -hmm. it, like I, I don't know. For I me, it worked, what I'm it worked for me while I was playing the game. But when I, like, try to listen to it outside of the game, I just... I sort of... It starts to drive me nuts. I, I can't... Yeah, I, I haven't tried I that. Can't just, I can't just listen <laughs> I mean, to I it. I listen to it outside, like, so... I, I can't listen to it doing nothing, but like I was doing some homework and I I turned it on. I'm like, okay, this is pretty nice, like background music. I just have it on quietly. It's no Bastion soundtrack though, that's for sure. Oh, oh. no, no. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious what uh, you guys chose for some of the uh, more like meaningful. Uh, decisions throughout the series. I'm trying to think of some of them right now. I can look up um, a list of like the big ones, and we can that, go through. That them. might be helpful. Sure. Uh, did you guys while you're, do uh, while you're you guys doing kill that, Chloe? Did we what? Well, episode episode four. You know when you have to when she's paralyzed and you have the option to. Oh yeah. Oh, right. Oh yes. no, I did yeah. not. No, I did not. Didn't do it. I did. Um, Cause you're a monster, I guess. Well, he is a monster. Well, she didn't have blue hair. That she didn't have blue hair in the universe. She, what a prick. <laughs> she, 
<laughs> she hated the word hella. Everything was wrong. Everything was wrong. She didn't like the word hella. It was unreal. I didn't like it. <laughs> was it the real Chloe? It bad. <clears throat> fake Chloe is fake. <laughs> um, how many of you guys were able to save uh, Kate? I did. Me. I, I couldn't. I didn't. I... Twitch I chat even did it when I did the marathon. <laughs> I went through and like looked through Kate's entire room like several minutes or even longer before she's on the roof. And I found the Bible verse that you needed, but I thought the game had auto-saved and I had to go do something quick, so I turned it off. And it didn't save, so that when I went back and did it again, I didn't look through all of the shit in her room. So when I got to the roof, I'm like, uh... Oh, so did you did you know you needed to find I, something? Like, you, you had looked it up? I looked it up after the fact. Like, I couldn't save her at that point. So I looked it up after, and they're like, yeah, there's a Bible verse, and I'm like, shit. I would have had that, too, if I would have just gone and did it again like I did the first time. Yeah. <clears throat> then I got those way more intense feels. So, there's that. Okay, we can go through some here. I don't think... I, I can't find a list right now for episode 5, but like, in episode 1, uh, I reported Nathan. I didn't hide the truth. Yeah, I reported him. Yeah, yeah, of course, fuck Nathan. that guy. Yeah. Um, I guess a, an important one is uh, who let Warren beat the beat the shit out of Nathan? Oh, I, I did. Keep going. I'm, I'm pretty sure I did too. I stopped if, him. Am I, am I remembering I correctly? Him. Can... Is there a couple times where you have the option of letting him continue? Or is it just, he does it or he doesn't do it? Does it or doesn't. Yeah. It's, in oh, okay. it's when you're in his dorm. Yeah. I think I let him beat the shit out of him then. Oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> like, Nathan's, Nathan sucks. Yeah. Although, I did. It was like, just, Warren was fucking crazy. And it was like, stopping him from... Like, it was like, to save him from himself. Regret. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't give a shit about Nathan. Uh, yeah, it was about Warren. Yeah. And then he does the alpha thing, and I'm like, uh. It's like, damn it. Fuck you. Uh, fuck you, Warren. Uh, fuck you. Uh, who made fun of Victoria and who comforted her? Comforted her. I, think I comforted her. Okay, I made fun of her because I hated Victoria and I was sad that I didn't get to see her die in my playthrough. <laughs> you can see her die? Well, yeah, like, she's, they she's don't... She's, like, dead in one universe. Yeah, she wasn't at all in mine. She, like, I did everything to make sure that, like... Like, every time you could talk to her, I basically chose the fuck you option. Like, whenever that was. And because of it, she didn't believe me when I said Nathan was going to kill her. So because of that, she didn't go to Mr. Jefferson crying, and he didn't capture her. Whereas the people that were nice to her, apparently she got captured. And that's the kind of thing I wish there was more what? of in episode five. I don't know, that's how it worked. Some like I wish bitch. there were more stuff like that where what you did through the game ends up like having consequences in that final episode. Sure. I feel like they probably wanted that, but just ran yeah, ran out of time and money and For sure. decided okay, hey, let's well, just we, finish it. I, we need to talk about the fucking David Jefferson fight. Oh my god, yes. Ridiculous puzzle. It's so that dumb. Pissed me off. It's funny though. It, like when you I see it again. I definitely watched David die quite a bit before yeah, I got it. Every time. Yeah. I think the, I did the last thing right. My problem with it is it makes David like look so fucking terrible. <laughs> He's such a bad marine. Did you guys uh you guys tell the truth or hide Chloe's death? Oh I told the truth. I was actually wait, surprised that that wait. whole cutscene doesn't start with her being like, he killed Chloe. Hang on, <laughs> hang on, Paul, because I'm pretty sure you you hid it from at least one of the two people. Uh, did you tell um the like the um like the drug dude, like Rachel's old boyfriend? Oh no, he's dead. I killed him. Okay, uh, well I don't even what. Uh, we'll get back to that for a second. <laughs> <laughs> that could happen. Um, but. No, I told everyone about that. How does that guy get killed? Where, when does that happen? Chloe shoots his stupid ass dog and then shoots his stupid ass face. Oh you no, I got the dog. dog. You killed oh, the you dog. You missed the best part of episode five. Oh. <laughs> oh, holy shit! What's oh, the best part of episode five? 
the the text message from you still get that dog. yeah how'd you get that if he's dead wait you get only text message he's a dog beater yeah he's a dog how'd you get it anyway if the dog is alive the only thing is when you sit at the uh in the diner the dog is sitting on the opposite side of the uh booth okay that's pretty like he gets up to sit in the booth with you and you get to talk to frank you talk to frank at that at that same diner scene if he's alive. It's yeah. Yeah, thing. yeah, I talked to Frank and then told him about Chloe. Or told him about Rachel, you mean? I didn't think you told him Sorry. about Chloe. I only remember No, Rachel. no, no. Uh, hang on. You can... Yeah, I guess you tell her about... Yeah, you tell him about Rachel, right? Because he gets Rachel really upset that she was his, like, best yeah. thing. That's right. That's right. See, with uh, with David, I told him that Chloe was dead, and then that cutscene played, and I'm like, oh, that's... I, so I rewound it. I, I hit it. You pussy. I, I don't want. I, <laughs> you know what? I I, I, you know I did the same thing, but I was like, "Man, you're just such a, so whiny right now." Just, I don't. I can't think you're whining. I don't I'm think they went on. far enough with that. I think that when yeah. he shoots Jefferson out of rage, he's supposed to have some stress PTSD meltdown and then shoot himself. That would Whoa. be a better what? ending for that guy. No. What? what is, no. That's super dark. Yeah. Exactly. Well, he's already given up on life at that point. I yeah. Mean, I'm like, like, why not ready to go to jail for having why shot again in cold blood? Why not just make that like one of the endings to the game where he has PTSD meltdown, shoots Max, and then shoots himself because they lost Chloe, so what's the point? Happy now, Paul? Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Also, I snuck up for David like through all the other episodes because I felt that there was something there. It's all I always like asshole characters because to me there's a reason why they're that way. And I like when it's like side with Chloe or side with David, I always chose David because for one thing from a gamey standpoint, it was like, well Chloe is the like main character of this game, so there's no way they're going to make her hate you and not talk to you again in episode 2. So whatever, but from a more realistic standpoint, they like describe David as being an ex-marine and like being in doing a tour of duty and stuff. And I just thought like, well, he's probably just an asshole because he is really, really fucked from that. So I feel bad for him. So I never I was had always a in, with him. I was always against David. He did some creepy shit though. Like he did some yeah. weird stalkery shit. Yep. He was yeah, a terrible investigator. Yeah, he wasn't even good at it. <laughs> he had all the information in front of him, and he couldn't piece it together at all. No, the problem is that he had a lot of information on everybody. He didn't hone in on one thing and investigate is, it more. Getting into this territory, is anyone else disappointed at the lack of stuff that happened with Samuel? No, Who's Samuel? Samuel sucks. He was the janitor, but if you looked in his little room, he had, like, uh, what was it, a sweater or something? Yeah, he had Rachel's Rachel sweater and like some fashion, Glamour magazines. Like, I mean, like they're... they're magazines, like, I do remember like, that, that's right. There's a ton of red herring stuff, like, with yeah, with him, with the Prescotts in general, with, with David, Rachel, with David, with uh, the homeless woman, even. Just like pe- some characters like being way too okay with the idea of time travel. Sure. Yeah, Warren like just, just like yeah, just tell me all your crazy dumb shit. I'll accept it. That that like, that's, that's like yeah, we just gotta get this exposition out of the way. Come on, let's, yeah. let's get this rolling. <laughs> it would have made more sense if it was at like a better time, I guess. Like, yeah, it's just a storm. Okay, like stor- bad storms do actually happen. <laughs> Holy shit! There's two moons. That's not supposed to happen. You know, like, something that's actually way not right. There's, that's also, like... So, like, the two-moon thing in the Eclipse is the only stuff that's, like, time is broken weird. Most of it's just, like, you change stuff and then weird weather stuff happens. Like, that they talk about the two-moon and Eclipse stuff like it's weather. It was just weird. <laughs> It is explained the significance of the lighthouse or like the deer really too much. Yeah, yeah. The 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 deer shows up in the. uh... It's her spirit animal. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Fucking sad. Shows up again in the backwards. Uh, did you guys see the giant backwards title sequence? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I took a photo of them. It was so. I weird. didn't see them. I, I watched the YouTube video of it later. <laughs> they show up, they show up again when you're in the um the snow globe. There uh there's like squirrels beside you. Oh yeah. On the I, th mantle. I think they're just like on the mantle. Yeah. I'm sure there's like a billion things I missed in that whole game. Oh, I missed shitloads of stuff in that game. As far as little things. I actually, uh, if, um, if Paul and Homer or anyone listening remember Bruce. Who? <laughs> I, <laughs> I, uh, I bought the game for him because it was on his wish list. I'm like, you really need to play this before or last episode comes up. He's like, I, I don't have money. So I'm like, yeah, okay, that sounds right. So I just bought the game for him. And he, like, went nuts. Like, just got every achievement and, like, like, just went through the games with fine tooth comb. And the bastard beat it before me. <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, let's just talk more generally. What was everybody's least favorite part in the whole series of episodes and the whole game? I mean, probably would be like the bottles. Bottles yeah. and the stealth stuff. Just like bad mechanics like gamey things yeah yeah i guess probably that because there was no like you don't need to put it in there like yeah i know you want to have game elements but you don't need them because it's not that sort of i game. hated collecting bottles i hated it the first time i did it the second time and the third time i, <laughs> I hated it <laughs> wait you did it three times i can only yeah, think I've of played two. it a few times why well, oh, yeah. um, just because there's no real direction in that area and then you realize that to get to the next spot it's like yeah just look at the fucking thing that you made and then and then it's over it's annoying too because <laughs> I liked that area because you uncovered more about like Rachel and Chloe's relationship and kind of how Max felt like an outsider in it and kind of wanted to be a part of it like I liked that whole area I just hated that there was a gamey thing Instead of just letting me explore and then moving on. It's also because, right. like, the way I played that game, like, every time I would get access to, like, explore an area, my instinct is to just, like, rub my face on all the things. Yeah. And when the game, like, doesn't trust me to do that suddenly, it's, like, annoying. <laughs> my least favorite part, um, <clears throat> only because it kind of slowed down any progression for a bit, was probably, like, the biggest puzzle when you have to, like cross-reference all the photos and newspaper clippings oh, or whatever. I forgot about that. Yeah. I, and I mean, didn't like, have any problems with that, and I don't know why. Like, arguably, <laughs> it's probably, like, the best puzzle as far as puzzle-solving goes in the game. Uh, I, but I guess I, I just wasn't looking for that. It's the best puzzle, but yeah. Uh, so it just kind of was, like, a hard stop for me, and I was like, oh, man, I have to, like, okay, like, really concentrate when I was more just kind of interested in the story and the characters. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it seemed arbitrary, and, like, I think maybe the problem with that wasn't so much that it was, like, the puzzle itself, but the fact that it was split up into, like, nine parts total, like, you would do one part, then another part, then another part, only to, like, put clues from one area to another area, and then put them together again. Like, it was weird. I just didn't like the, uh, the guessing Nathan's, figuring out Nathan's password thing. The first thing I tried was his birthday, and that's what it is. So, so I was okay with it. That kind of puzzle. <laughs> I'm just bad at that kind of puzzle. So, that's oh, fair. is that to get into the basement? Into his? Or, um, no, that's his, into phone. his cell phone. Oh, okay, I think I may have just looked that up. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess a lot of the times the puzzle was taking me a while. It was like I'm really not here to do. I'm not playing this as a puzzle game. I want the story. I think I looked it up too after like trying a bunch of different stuff. I think annoyed. why I liked that puzzle is because you would just try a different bunch of combinations and then rewind if like you ran out of like ways to unlock it, the phone, like if it locked uh -huh. up or something. Whereas I hated the puzzles where you had to go through a full dialogue tree to try again and again, like the David puzzle. Because yeah, like that, that was brutal you had there. to rewind back to where Jefferson is like walking away from you every single time to ask him for a new thing and watch it play out, and I hated that. That was the well, and also sink. sometimes like 
they would give you because of that area they gave you new options like powers are specific, like re required for that puzzle um and it's and i like that you you have to you get to see different things it reminds me of also when you can kill the dog or save the dog because that scene can play out in a whole bunch of different ways too and it just i just enjoyed seeing like oh what happens if i say this one now instead of that and oh crap that one went bad well what happens if i do this one instead of that i never get that i, mean I let my decisions stay because you can't rewind in real life <laughs> I mean the David thing, like it's it's not that I think a puzzle like structured like that necessarily bad, but it was so dumb that like I felt no tension. Like I felt like the emotion was like this is ridiculous and stupid. That actually brought up a weird thing with me though that I was thinking about after. Mm -hmm. Yo, when you lose that puzzle over and over, like ostensibly you die, but you don't because Max can't die because she can rewind time, so. Like, she can't die, man. She has to re- Like, if there's no- Okay, say that lamp is far away. She can't kick it to distract him. David's an idiot. You can't do anything to help him. She has to relive the last, like, minute of her death sequence for eternity. Because she can't die because of her power. Uh, That's the, hell, man. The, She's in purgatory. Under, <laughs> under that idea, though, she should have automatically around her time when she first got drugged. <laughs> honestly yeah but I, that's what i mean is that like no matter what situation she's in like if there's no way out of it she just has to relive that last like minute of her death every single time well, i don't i don't think that's the case because like in the world she would have just died the only reason it's stopping her from dying is because it's a video game i don't know yeah. i like I mean, to they're think not gonna, that she's in this weird animate... purgatory <laughs> except it makes no sense so, oh, I'm sorry, that uh, game about time travel doesn't make <laughs> complete sense. So, least favorite parts of the game, what about favorite parts of, of the game? Kate. Kate. That Kate, like, the it's way it's, it's, it's like an emotional thing, but it's also a puzzle through the dialogue choices. I, I think that's great game design, and it it's emotionally affecting the great game design is the fact that that game empowers you for an episode and a half well basically two full episodes with this power and then when you need it the most crucially it takes it away from you and you feel like a helpless just mm -hmm. normal person again and it's fucking terrifying and specifically for me it's also that like this you you might walk into that situation having not done the stuff you need to be able to solve it that like you had to have done this stuff to be yeah like stuff you've done already in the game plays into to your ability to solve that problem that part is actually what made me fall in love with the whole series and overlook even the yeah. things i didn't like about any episode yeah like for me the the big problem with episode five is they never they don't do that again like they don't they don't recreate they they recreate so much of the game in episode five like they reuse so many assets they reuse so many mechanics but they don't do that thing in any kind of puzzle at all they don't use that kind of design again and that frustrated me yeah i agree but i thought that that section was really good yep it's what made me That's, fall in love with it yes so like i don't actually like the other thing with episode five is when i then look back on three and four three and four design wise didn't do someone interesting but i was writing that high of that design from episode two and hoping they would they would recapture episodes that. three and four did some interesting stuff they were trying to introduce new stuff and i was so worried that in episode five they wouldn't get to like see them through i think the way they wanted to and i don't feel that they did at all they had mm -hmm. to tie it up which is unfortunate but i mean that's the realities of making a product for money but, yeah like another thing i think the game does really well is like story like like the way it's like feels real with some of the stuff like it gets too real and then it's in hella real five, man it has yes it's hell it has not episode five is none of that in episode five it's all like it's gone ridiculous and uh, to time travel and i just don't think it's that as it's that's way more gamey and that's way more less of what made this game stand out to me 
so I liked it less. Ben, what about you? What was your favorite thing? I'm trying to decide between... Like, Kate was obviously a really great moment. I mean, it was horrible, but it was great. And that was horrible. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I honestly think... Uh, I think the end of episode three stuck out to me more, personally. Okay. Like, because you're so you in love with one? Chloe, yeah. No, this fucking guy. No, because, uh, I mean, you guy. open the door, and she's there, and it's like, holy shit, okay, she's a paraplegic now. And that was sort of... I guess maybe there were moments before that I'm not remembering properly, which is entirely possible, but... I feel like that was the one where uh, Max was really like, okay, it turns out even if you go back in time with good intentions, shit can go really wrong. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. It, it's just sort of that duality with like the Chloe and that universe doesn't care. Like she doesn't feel bad about anything. She can't really blame Max or know that it was different. But we see that it was different, and Max sees that it was different, and that's, I don't know, messed with my head a little bit. John, what about you? Favorite thing or part? Um, the Kate, this Kate one was definitely cool. That was a cool moment. Um, but another two that stuck out to me. I liked when you first get your photograph power. Yeah. And, uh to save the dad i thought that was pretty cool they introduce a new toy that you could potentially play with and you're just like oh my god yeah that was good and then the other one is i actually like near the end of five when you're in the weird like dream broken reality parts and like you're in the classroom over and over again there's like blood splatting on the classroom and the whole thing's like the lighting's turning red in there i love that part actually i also yeah, really liked so going good. into the um the dorm rooms like over and over again and it was just like you're just kind of trapped in this real world in this like broken reality at the moment so i like that quite a bit and painting peter of hot dog painting of hot dog man in the art museum <laughs> absolutely best painting, best all, of the, all of the abstract stuff they did in episode five i love that kind of stuff really and they went all out on it okay cool. peaks Actually, yeah, it for, sounds uh, like I'm gonna love that series. Yeah, for that for that sequence in episode five, I just I don't I I really enjoyed just how it started. Like, you no know, blood in birds start like hitting the window. Blood's just everywhere, and I keep expecting like it to be an alternate timeline and for everyone to start flipping shit, and no one does. And I'm just like, yeah. it was kind of unsettling at first. It was it was really good. And then everybody just disappears, and it's silent right after. Yeah. 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 Holy shit. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, I don't know how to word, like, like favorite, like, part with, like, emotion or something. But when they, like, finally find what happened at, with Rachel and the music's, like, swelling and then, like, Chloe's just losing her shit when they dig up the body. Like, that was actually really well done. I liked that a lot. And I usually yeah, don't get, good. like... I usually don't have a lot of emotion towards video game characters because I don't get attached to them. And I wasn't even really attached to Chloe, but that, like, maybe it's just the voice acting and the way the music was, like, swelling up at that part and stuff and just the situation in general. It, like, that was a hard part to sit through for me. Did, did anyone see uh, it coming that it was the teacher? No. No, yeah, I, didn't. I, I didn't. I didn't. No. So that was, that was definitely cool. Um, yeah. I didn't and then, like, I, then I like I, at the beginning of five, just how gross he was. Like I was just surprised they went that far with some of the stuff like he was saying and like doing and whatnot. You think just they calmed like, down? So I don't know. I didn't, I didn't necessarily, but there was enough stuff in the game, like particularly in episode two, that you can blame him. Was when I went, oh. Well, now I don't trust this guy at Apparently all. Apparently, that's game. what tipped it off because my girlfriend would like she blamed him for some reason, and I was yeah. just like, "Why would you do that?" And she's like, "Well, at the end, you see him doing some creepy stuff with binders." And I was just like, "I never got what? that." What? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So I was just like, "Oh what, shit!" What do you do creepy with a binder? <laughs> like the creepy binders, the like wearing the gloves and like putting photos in them. 
Okay, I guess that's that's creepy. It is when Putting you're talking about like yeah, when you no, there's the binders end of episode with the one, name like, like Rachel they, and stuff on them. Yeah, they they show the. the dark I mean, it's in the dark room. Photos. Creepy photos, exactly. Mm-hmm. Also, and then he's like a complete dick to Kate, and then there's the stuff with Victoria. Like he was obviously a creeper, but yeah. I I also assumed the story was gonna do more with the Prescott stuff. Like I I yeah. kind of thought the overall plot would be bigger than it ended up being in terms of that stuff of like what was going on in the town. So like I was surprised. I kind of like that it was more localized. Him. It's like no, their son's just a fuck up. That's how they relate to this. I would say that about the whole game. I like how small it was. Yeah. That that Nathan voicemail though, that was intense. Because he gets it, but it's way too late. Yeah. I felt the one, bad the one for Nathan, Nathan at that part yeah. because like yeah. the whole like mental illness and like problems dealing with mental stuff. It's just like that's a hard character for me to wrap my head around because at one in one way, it's like I'm playing a character who every time I've seen this character, he's a piece of shit and it's frustrating. But then when like you look at it like I've known people in my real life like that and it's because they have like some mental issues or anxiety problems and stuff like that. And like I don't feel that way towards them in real life. So Nathan was a hard character for me to wrap my head around. I think I still hate him though, just because he's obnoxious. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I guess as as we're coming up at the end of the hour, I guess a kind of a, a a good final question would be uh how um if they were to make a sequel or would you want them to make a sequel? Uh, how how would you want them to go about it? Ooh. Completely different. Any kind of parallels no sequel what do each of you guys feel ben Ow. you start you why why me <laughs> i think I i'd want you. different characters yeah but i did find it weird that they said thanks for playing season one at the end oh did it say I that i didn't i didn't notice that yeah i wasn't expecting a season two i thought it was like a contained thing i thought so too actually uh, I think yeah, I would want did. it to be like true detective style, pretty different, but like maybe like the themes kind of similar in a bit. Yeah. I don't know if I need there to be time travel again, uh, but maybe some other kind of weird, you know, uh, I, I don't like a different power or something else is just kind of strange going on. Ben, what's the power thing in, in Remember Me? Uh, something with its memories. I, it's not really a power, is it? You can. Um, I don't know. I'm asking you. It's not. It's. It's not like a. I don't think it's a power for like an individual. Like it's something that everyone can do. I don't know the exact. Okay. I still need to play that. Offhand. Yeah, I'm interested in that now. Like, I want to see what the story is like. What if, like, instead of time travel, it dealt more with like dreamscapes or something? Since like. Uh, Peter, it sounds like you really like the weird dreamy stuff in this one. Yeah, that'd be cool. There's there's a game that's, I don't even know what the development is at now, but it was called Dream, and basically you're rolling around into different areas and exploring areas. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. You know, it's a little, uh, it's a little off the current topic exactly, but I kind of wish there was an ending, because in episode 5 they started building up more of, like, Max's body breaking down, like the nosebleeds and stuff, and she passes out and all that. I almost wish they had done something with like sacrificing yourself. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know if that would necessarily be to save just Chloe or the whole town, or like in order to save Chloe and the town, you had to sacrifice yourself. Yeah, like you get just sh- wanted to Like Max gets one. shot by Nathan instead, so like events play out the same. I still like yeah, the like save Chloe or catch Jefferson because in five, it seems like the only thing that seems to be like a rival to Max's motivations in this whole series by the end of five is her hate for Jefferson for like what he's done to her and Chloe and everybody. So it would have been there's kinda, no happy ending. Like you didn't catch the bad guy. I don't want a happy ending. I just want Clearly. yeah there's no such thing as happy endings it's just like because somebody's happy like Chloe gets to live but all these other fucking kids and mothers and fathers died there's no happy they didn't ending. even have blue hair though so I mean they might have you don't know that you didn't talk to everybody in Arcadia Bay maybe I did no you didn't 
You just went to the diner a few times and hung out at school. Ooh, big spender. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I um, I, I guess uh, Bruce chose the ending to sacrifice Chloe solely because it was a sadder ending. That's like, that's kind of a weird decision. <laughs> it's all about those feels. Right. Well. I mean, for me, like, I just never like it when a game ends with push a button now to pick your ending. I feel like that, that's, like, I made decisions throughout the game, like, that should lead This to is the Mass Effect 3 thing all over again that you're yep. bringing up. Yes. But let's think about this realistically. It's a video game. It has to have an ending somehow. It has to end because not infinite money is going to be pumped in. Though. No, like you just—I mean, you just structure it around a puzzle, <laughs> like right. like a Kate type puzzle or something. Yeah, and it like the option, like the outcomes could be the same even, but just not a button. Oh yeah, and like save your development time on that stupid David sequence. <laughs> Yeah, Shit. that was weird. <laughs> like, even through, if it was through a conversation, like, that's not that difficult. I what just if, hate the, what the if final this button game had it. actually, like, five different endings just based on, like, whether or not you choose to travel back in time at the end of each major, like, loop or whatever. You, yeah, so you could, cool. like, live it out where, like, you save Joyce and them in the diner and maybe Chloe dies on the beach or something. Mm -hmm. Or, no, she would have been dead in the in the junkyard still but like maybe yeah. that's where you choose to end it and see that ending and then you can go back and play again and choose the one where you go back in time to let Chloe die I feel like it's like some of that is like the way I guess I think episodic games get developed where they they're not completely sure where it's gonna go by the time yeah. they get to the end so they can't plan ahead to the extent that they might be able to if they had like the time to craft a full thing it's like one of those things. Episodic games are are hard and create weird problems in development, even though they, I guess they work because they be able to get the money up front. It sounds like we're all in agreement, though. We would like to see some more, like, thoughtful oh, types yeah, of sure. games like this. I, I want them to do another adventure game. I don't want them to do using this time travel because I feel like this time travel became a, a crutch to explain everything. Like, they didn't have enough defined rules outside the game. Not that you have to tell the player all how time travel worked, but I feel like sometimes they were just like using it to deus ex their way out of situations in terms of sure. the story, and I didn't like that. Honest, honestly, I think they were competent enough in their storytelling that they don't need any mechanic. Like, it could have just been about two normal people. I mean, the best stuff was the, the crime-solving bit on top of that. So, yeah. it's still good. I agree. It's definitely made me want to go play Remember Me and keep an eye on Don't Nod Entertainment. Mm hmm Yeah. They should definitely make another... And the game about a mystery. An adventure game about a mystery, I'm all in. Yeah, I agree. That's actually what brought me into Life is Strange before the Kate thing, was I needed to know what happened to Rachel Amber. I didn't... Like, the first episode didn't make me care about any of the teen drama stuff. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. all about the teen drama stuff. Well, I'm glad everyone enjoyed it, though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. Okay, cool. I think that's yeah, it. No, my my disappointment with episode five just makes it not my game of the year. Like it's it's still a good game. It's not yeah. my favorite fucking I thing keep, in the world anymore. I, I actually agree with you. Like episode five ruined a lot of things for me, but I keep telling myself it's about the journey, not about the destination, and it makes me feel better about the whole series because I it's been a great journey for me this year to go through wait the two months and then go through the new episode excitedly. Like it's been pretty good. Yeah, that's that's a thing I'm really glad that I decided to hop on when I did because it would be totally different not playing the like waiting for each episode. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they did like, just, like a big thing they did that Telltale doesn't was these episodes were long enough that it felt worth playing each one as they came out. Yeah. Whereas a lot of Telltale stuff like the episodes are too thin to like really feel satisfying if you're playing them as it's coming out. They're they end up being better at the end. Mm -hmm. 
All right, I think that does it yeah, for it. Life is Strange. That's a yeah, wrap. Yeah, we could do this. Cool. Yeah. All right. I mean, if people wanted to write in and tell us what they thought, you can get us all on Twitter. Ben, where's your Twitter? Ben. At Drafius. Peter, where are you on Twitter? At EHM2K. Uh, Hank? At Comic Panels. Sean? Uh, at Sean underscore Booker. And I'm at Exfosure, E-X-F-A-U-X-S-U-R-E, or you can just go to TDP Podcast if you're listening to that on the Top Down Perspective feed and send in things that way. But yeah, thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys cool. next time. Bye. Uh...